we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey everyone, Michael Antonovich with Swap Moto Live bringing you this episode of the Fly Racing Swap Moto Podcast. Next weekend, Feld Entertainment will hold their first event in front of an audience since the start of the COVID-19 shutdown. It'll be a two-day Monster Jam show at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Why is this important for motocross? How this goes will set the tone for the Monster Energy Supercross Series, which is set to announce its 2021 schedule in the next few weeks. To learn more about the event and the safety procedures that will be in place, we called Monster Jam Director of Operations Jamie Dalsing and discussed what's happened over the last few months and how important this is for the future of live entertainment. As always, thanks for listening, and check out SwapMotoLive.com for more content. Jamie, thanks for getting on the phone with me today. Can you give me a little bit of background on your position at Monster Jam and Feld Entertainment as a whole? Yeah, no worries. Um, so, yeah, I'm Senior Director of Operations for, for Monster Jam. Um, I've been with the company for about 20 years, and, you know, I, I started out, um, motocross is near and dear to my heart. I started out uh, with the Marina Cross and the company when I was 19 and uh, worked my way into Supercross, working with Dave Prater uh, as a Supercross manager for some time. Um, and then, you know, I went back to Arena Cross. So I've, I've been with motocross and, and Arena Cross and Supercross for about uh, 12 years. And then I, I found my way into Moss Jam um, when they were looking for uh, somebody else to, you know, help out with things and, and you know, keep keep everything moving forward. So I uh, found myself a, a good good home here. And I love motorsports just in general. And, and it was a really good fit. And uh, really, the, the synergy between the, the properties is, is really what I love about, you know, Feld Entertainment as a whole. Uh, we all work together as, as a group and we all, you know, talk back and forth and figure out what's working for one and what's working for the other. Um, me and Dave now work, Dave Prater work uh, very closely together under Todd Gendra to, to really make sure the two uh, Monster Jam and Supercross touring operations are, are well-oiled machines. All right. So yeah, with you yep. being director of operations, you're Dave Prater's counterpart. And the thing that I've noticed in conversations with him, Mike Mui, Todd Gendro, once you're in Feld, you're in there for quite some time and you know the property that you work on backwards and forwards. So you being a longtime Feld guy, you've seen basically every iteration of what's happened with Monster Jam and especially that big boom back in the early 2000s. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've, uh, so like I said, I've been with this, this company for, for 20 some years and really I've done every job, um, from the bottom up and, and it's, it's the great way that, you know, Feld, um, keeps their, keeps their employees going, right? Um, once you're in, you're in and, and you really, you know, become part of a team and part of a family. And that's the way we refer to it around here so often. And, you know, we, you, become friends outside of the office and you maintain really good relationships in the office and, and we take care of the people that take care of us. And honestly, we, that's, that's my biggest um, thing that I've learned from, from Todd is putting people around you that you enjoy working with and you know, that would go to battle with you. Um, Roy Jansen, obviously a great, uh, great member of the motocross industry uh, was kind of an idol of mine. And I, I, um, you know, worked under him for some time too. And Roy always taught me the same thing, man. He, he was, he was such a great general. He was a general, but a uh, someone you, you could confide in too. So 
um, that kind of uh, lineage and, and history has has never left this this motorsports um, section down here. And we you know we we learn from that and love it, and we all work together and and um, would go to battle for each other. That's that's the end of it. And you know we would all take a bullet for each other and and work our fingers to the bone. Cool. Hey, so going back to the COVID shutdown back in March, um, it caught the Supercross series quite by surprise. Um, you know we had a race in Seattle that was canceled first and then the Indianapolis Supercross and then every puzzle piece fell after that until we restarted in Utah and Supercross restarting was a big big element for a lot of things um as Feld has pointed out you know it's big for the entertainment industry which is always a focus for you guys but for sports as a whole it was huge because that was really the first bubble like atmosphere that was able to complete a championship for you guys at Monster Jam what was that time frame in March like because Typically, aren't you guys wrapping up and going into the world finals at about that time? Yeah, so we were we were about three quarters of the way through the season. We still had about a month and a half until we got to to our world finals in May. Um, we had I want to say four tours that were out on the road that weekend um, that had to be shut down. And and like Supercross, we had tracks built, we had staff on site, we had banners hung, we had uh, TV ready to go. Um, everything was ready and you know, it was that Thursday or Friday that, that everything fell and, you know, everybody kind of had to scramble and, you know, we just did a, a quick loadout and got everybody back. And, you know, it was a, it was a crazy time to be in the industry, but, you know, made it work. And, um, you know, we, uh, we, we tried to, you know, help out with, you know, Supercross and, um, when they were going to Salt Lake, you know, we sat in some meetings and, you know, I was able to kind of hear what they were doing and, and give, you know, some input here and there. And, while that was all happening, we had started working on uh, a program that we did with Discovery Channel uh, called Breaking World Records, and really it was our uh, kind of in tandem with with uh, Salt Lake Supercross trying to put on an event, um, not for necessarily live event fans, but for TV. Um, and it was it was really uh, an amazing thing to be part of because Supercross, you know, obviously had to finish out seven races to to complete a championship, was a, which was awe-inspiring so we took some of those learnings and really quickly um put on this event in, in june and it was a really good success for us and really paved the way you know for how we were going to handle events when we got back to doing live events um so you know learned a lot there in june and and really it's just been a really uh sit back and and you know try to figure out every loophole every every little thing that we could do to to make things right and keep people safe and find the holes in 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 what we had planned i I think that was the the biggest thing we spent the whole off season doing is well if we do this how's this going to affect fans and if we do this how can we protect our bubble um and it's really um you know at the end of the day we we tried to put as much planning into um keeping the fans safe and keeping our staff safe so we can go you know put on the live events for the for the fans when did the plan to have this event in dallas kind of start coming together uh we know that the nfl was getting ready to launch games again this fall and that they wanted to have some attendance at certain venues and, and depending on how those restrictions could go, but baseball and hockey and basketball have all gone the opposite way. At what point did you guys finally get to put the wheels in motion for this program? Yeah, I would say the first time we started talking about Arlington monster jam, uh, it was probably a June or July. Um, and, and I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that we, there was about a month there where we thought the event was going to go away, um, because of the restrictions that were being put on Texas and the restrictions that were put, being put on, uh, AT&T Stadium. So 
we um you know we we kept working on it and that's kind of our motto we're going to keep working on it until we're you know absolutely told no we can't go do it um so we've been doing that same thing with with many venues around the country um arlington was one of those that we kept working on and we set ourselves a deadline and we got past that deadline and it was a no and we just kept working on it and then they came back around and um you know obviously the cowboys have you know really good pull around there and they they did a really good job at&t stadium uh, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys just did a really good job to, you know, put up a good, um, a good fight to say we can do this and we can do it safe. Um, and by them leading the charge on that and other NFL teams um, kind of leading the charge on that, um, it really helped us in, in our conversations with the counties and with the, the local governments to, to make sense of doing it and actually bring fans in. So um, great work by everybody in the industry just to make it happen. You know, I, I remember that first Thursday night game um, right away. I think it was the Chiefs uh, home opener and they had fans and it was, it was by far the greatest thing that had happened to, uh, to us and, you know, live events in, you know, four or five months time. Um, and when that happened, you know, we all came back into the office the next day and started, you know, Hey, this is, this is a real thing. We can, we can go do this. So all the planning that we did over the summer um, seemed to kind of come to fruition when, when that took place. And now it's, um now we're really close. We're about three weeks out from Arlington Moss Gym at AT&T Stadium. And um, yeah, excited about it. So what are the details on this event? You know, it, there are going to be some restrictions. Uh, pit parties and all that stuff have always been a big part of Monster Jam. That's not going to be able to be an option Pod seating is another big element that you guys have put together, which will reduce some kind of crowd capacity. But there are a lot of other features that you guys have put together to make this as safe and as healthy of an experience for everyone without putting anybody too much at risk or leaving too many stones unturned. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're we're working with, like I said, we're working with the counties and the states to figure out what the what the standard protocols are. We are of our own set um, set of protocols that we're trying to. Uh, put in place to make sure that fans are as safe as, as possible and our bubble stays as clean as possible. So uh, we are doing pod seating. Um, you can buy, you know, tickets in groups of two, four, six, and eight, um, you know, and everything's going to be set out socially distanced already. Um, so, you know, we, as you said, it's it's going to limit our capacity, but, you know, we're willing to do that um, to, to keep people safe. So uh, we're, we're looking at about 17,000, just north of 17,000. We're going to put on two shows to try to maximize that, you know, so we're, we're really hoping of, you know, getting 34 to 35,000 people, you know, in AT&T stadium over the, over the two days, Saturday and Sunday. And, um, you know, I think, uh, I think anything at this point would be just a, a home run for us, just being able to get fans in a stadium to be able to see live monster jam is going to be a home run. Um, but we're really looking forward to, you know, to hitting those numbers and, and really making something out of this. So, um, you know, the, the protocols that we have in place, as you were talking about, um, to keep everybody safe, you know, we're requiring masks, we're, you know, asking fans to temperature check before they come in. Um, you know, we're, we're doing as much as we can and kind of like I talked about before, to, uh, trying to take the lead of what AT&T Stadium's done for the Cowboys and, and their fans. They've done a great job so far. They've kind of led the way as far as, you know, protocols, as far as uh, fans are concerned. So, we're, we're excited to work with them and, and, you know, kind of follow their lead because they've done it and they've done it really well. Um, but we've done a lot of work ourselves too, you know, on keeping our staff safe, you know, we're, we're following, 
you know, what Supercross did is as far as a bubble, we're, we're taking some lead from the NBA and NFL as well. Um, as far as what their back gate, um, bubbles look like, uh, we're, we're being, I, I guess I would say we're being as, as tight as you can be on bubbles. Um, even, even breaking down our staff into groups and then subgroups be, between that too. So of our 100 staff members that might be on site, we might break those down into five groups. And those groups might even be broken down into two or three groups too, just to try to keep the bubbles and the contact tracing as, as small and as tight as, as humanly possible can be. So, you know, um, hotel rooms, you know, you, we're only making sure that our staff are staying with people in their bubble uh, uh, offices. You even go that far. So um, offices and locker rooms, you know, we used to have all 12 drivers in the same locker room. Now we're going to have to break out drivers into groups of four and, each uh, each group will have to have their own locker room. Same with uh, you know the crews and the technicians and and everybody else involved. So um, it goes pretty deep, and you know, but we're we're doing everything we can. We're we're testing uh, all of our staff, including drivers, uh, before we get on site and when we get on site. So we're doing double uh, COVID nineteen testing for that, and then we're doing obviously daily temperature checks and questionnaires, and um, masks are required for everybody backstage too. God, wow. And I think the thing that a lot of people don't understand, this is, you have to do these things. These are your employees, Bifeld. These are not just random workers or independent drivers or things like that that we've had within Supercross where it's every team individually. Everyone that is a part of this program is part of Feld and everyone will be working under the same protocol. Yeah, absolutely. And and we do have a, a certain set of um, independent drivers that, you know, own their own trucks that'll be joining us too. So we'll have a Eight, uh, eight Feldone trucks and then um, uh, four, yeah, sorry, four independent uh, trucks as well. So we're, you know, we're working with a few outside groups and, you know, we hire local staff on site. But, you know, everybody that's going to be entering our bubble, you know, that has close contact with our staff and drivers and, and hosts and everybody else, you know, will go through the same exact protocols. And, um, you know, we're, we're doing that for the safety of the, the touring operations. And, um, you know, the, we saw it this past weekend with, with Cam Newton and, uh, and the Patriots, you know, one, one person, uh, pops up, it can really slow things down. And unfortunately we don't have the opportunity to slow down, uh, once we get to, you know, event week, you know, if, if somebody popped up and come up, came up with a, with a positive, we'd have to do, um, you know, pretty extensive contact tracing. And, um, there's a chance we could lose more people, um, because one person got, um, sick. So, you know, we're encouraging everybody, you know, to, to stay healthy and, you know, you know, not go out um, and, and not go outside of their bubbles and, and do everything they can to really keep this under wraps. And, you know, our, our staff, I got to say, man, everybody's everybody's bought in. You know, there's there's nothing more than, um, you know, when we start making these calls, everybody's just so excited to come back and everybody's under the same kind of mindset let's let's do this thing let's do it safe and let's keep it rolling because we're going to set a standard here that's um going to lead the way for supercross having live events with fans and, and monster jam into 2021 and disney on ice for that matter too hey what's up guys this is connor erickson but you probably know me best as buttery films temecula t-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaTshirtPrinters.com. Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. 
BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Gohan, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. The big thing that I've been talking to some of the guys at Feld, you guys have researched that there is actual fan desire to want to do these things. At the Nationals this summer, we've seen that fans have come out in droves. At local races all year, we've had record turnouts at you know just everyday practice tracks around the country. But for you guys, you actually put out a survey to contact Monster Jam fans to see what their desire was to come back. And there was an overwhelming support of, yes, we want to have live events again. How much research have you guys done, and, and what's the general feedback as we go into this race weekend? Yeah, we uh, we conducted a lot of sur- multiple surveys over, over the summer, um, and, it, and it really seemed like every other week that we were coming up with a new question to ask the fans. Um, you know, just based on how intricate we wanted to get with the questions, you, but the, the overwhelming one was they were just eager to attend Monster Jam. That, that was just the biggest one, um, that we got, you know, they, they wanted it to be safe hundred percent, uh, but they want to come see Monster Jam. So, you know, we took, uh, all those enhanced health measures, um, that we could come up with to, to ensure them that, you know, we were going to do it and we were going to do it safe. Um, but the overwhelming majority was, man, we miss Monster Jam. Uh, we love seeing it on TV. We love seeing, you know, the social media, but we want to come out to, to live Monster Jam. Um, and I think I want to, I want to speak for everybody in the industry, fans, uh, fans included, but, um, I got to imagine that everybody's watching this one to understand what 2021 will look like. 
Um, you know, and it, I, I know they're going to be excited about it. We've seen it from a lot of our, our you know, super fans that uh, stay in contact with us. They're, the overwhelming majority is that um, they may not be able to attend Arlington because they live in New York, but they're going to be watching it. They're going to be watching it through social media and they're going to pay attention to it. And um, once they know this one's going to be good and it means it's coming back to their hometown. So um, there's a lot riding on this one. And, and I think everybody's excited about it. That's the big thing that pertains from Monster Jam to Supercross for us, how well this thing goes and, and by all means should go pretty well considering the other things that have gone on other sporting events and, and how, cautious you guys are being with this this will set the bar for what supercross looks like in 2021 correct yeah i I truly think so and you know like i said we have been working with dave and todd and the rest of the feld group here um you know we have a covid mitigation group that you know sits down and, and really breaks apart all this stuff and comes up with our our plans and procedures and and what we should go through and you know, we're, we're all trying to work under the same guidelines to make sure that, you know, all properties that are under Feld Entertainment are, can go out and start touring in 2021 and Supercross being one of those that, you know, they, they have some great ideas and, you know, Dave and Todd have been working on some, some big things to be able to bring back Supercross. And, and this is, like you said, it's, um, it's a lot's going to rely on this one. And, by no means should we have any issues where we have every precaution, you know, uh, under wraps. We're, we're trying to do everything, you know, like you said, the, the standards that NFL has put out there, we're trying to you know, follow those protocols. And um, I, I think once this one goes off, you know, the, the doors will be open for the rest of the industry. With We're coming to the time of the year where the Supercross schedule is typically announced, and granted, we are pretty far away from that happening. And understandably, just considering the situation that we find ourselves in, but you guys already kind of sound like you have a plan to take it to different markets in the next few months after that, right? So there is some hope that it wouldn't be a 17-race Monster Jam series just in Dallas the same way we had seven races of Salt Lake City Supercross. Yeah, I think I think for Supercross, I, I know, you know, just working with those guys, they have, I would say they have multiple ideas on how to run it. Um, I would say probably nothing's off the table as far as, you know, what, what they need to do to be able to do it. So I think, uh, I think everybody in the building would love to have fans in there. Um, I'm not going to speak for Dave on the schedule, but, um, you know, I, I think they have full intention to try to do as much as they can to, you know, put on some, put on 17 race series and, and try to get fans to as many of them as they can. But I mean, you guys have, you have, uh, interest from other cities of, Hey, depending on how Texas goes, yeah. then you guys could come here. And then that opens the floodgates for every other thing else. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as, as far as Mostrium is concerned, we, you know, Arlington is just the first one we're able to get under our wing this year. You know, we've, we've had other interests, um, trying to search down, you know, Glendale, um, Orlando, um, Houston, there's places that, you know, we, we were trying to hunt in, in the fall, but, you know, we'll, we'll probably end up going in January, February, and March. And, you know, there's once, once some of the local, um, you know, regulations start lifting a little bit and we start seeing, you know, fans go into football stadiums like Glendale, um, it'll kind of open the door for us too. But yes, by all means, we, we have other cities, uh, on the list and, you know, there's, there's definitely targets that we want to hit and, you know, we're looking, you know, forward to a, a decent schedule for 2021. Cool. One thing that I've learned, especially in talking to people at Feld Entertainment and then watching the entertainment industry as a whole this year react to this, you guys all rely on each other for different things. 
uh, even at Feld, you guys have had different concert tours come through and rehearse in some of the spaces you have for the Disney on Ice and the Marvel uh, events. So there's a big connection from the concert side to sporting events to Monster Jam to Supercross, everything like that. The entertainment element of this, you guys are really being pioneers in, in hosting events of this size because there is not many other things happening to this scale. I think even football has a lower capacity than what you guys are eager to do, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty close. Um, so the Cowboys specifically are doing about 20,000, um, which, you know, with our safety holds, we're going we're gonna to be able to hit 17. So we're, we're right in par with them. We're, we're trying to get as many people in safely as possible. Um, you know, some, some of the venues we're trying to target might have stricter st- stipulations as far as percentage-wise. Um, I think the Colts were around 10% uh, up in Indianapolis. We were targeting that one for a while, too. And, you know, we we know we have to hit a target um, to put on an event. And, you know, we're, we're trying to, um, you know, like I said, just uh, keep everybody safe and, and, you know, see how how many people we can fit in with those safety regulations in place. Mm-hmm. Monster Jam is a, is a big deal. I don't think that I think some people kind of scoff at the idea that it's just big monster trucks and it's aimed at children and things like that. But this is a huge, huge business element for you guys. Um to go through this break and everything like that, you guys really will be trendsetting again to make these events happen. And I think that's huge. So it's, it's been great to watch what's going to go on, especially as you guys open up the floodgates for everything else and everything that involves in Supercross too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, outside of the monster game industry um, may not know. I mean, we last uh, in 2019, we did over 135 domestic events Um and about 20 international. So when you put all that together, I mean, it, the it's pretty staggering uh, how many events we can put on. Um, not to mention most of those have, you know, four to five um, events on a weekend too. So 135 different cities that we went to. So it's um it's pretty staggering. And, and yeah, it's, it's not just monster trucks rolling around. You know, we, we push our competitive series as much as, um, you know, as much as we can. And, you know, everybody's fighting for, you know, a world finals championship or a, or a series championship, whatever it may be that year. Um, but yeah, it, it, the competition's really, really good. Um, you know, we have a lot of people that, you know, started following Monster Jam and started following the series uh, as they go along. So, you know, we're excited to continue that, you know, and push that forward into, into 2021. But, um, you know, we're, we're, we've been excited over the last, you know, 10 to 15 years of, of the growth of not just monster trucks and monster jam, but, but monster jam, the sport too, you know, we've, we've uh, really taken this um, kind of, kind of really big push and tried to say we need to legitimize it as, as much as possible. And it's always been legitimate, but it's always had this kind of stigma that it's, that it's not legitimate, but um, we've had this huge push over the last 10 to 15 years, like I said, to, to legitimize it and get it on, um, you know, other sports uh, coverages. You know, we, we get coverage on NBC now. Uh, we ha- we have, you know, industry ESPN doing articles on us. So it's um it's really awesome to, you know, see that come to be. And, um, you know, we'll continue pushing forward through this pandemic and, um, you know, come out you know, really good on the other side. And, you know, we're, we're going to um, keep on pushing, I guess. I'm a self-admitted, like, young super fan of Monster Trucks. I've been around them forever and watched them and everything. And so when 
Feld is really, I know that you guys have invested, you know, all of the drivers that are part of the academy, how many people that you've taught even in Supercross, like Travis Pastrana and Brian Deegan to come down and learn what it takes to drive one of these trucks. There's an element of skill and bravery and everything that goes into it because especially as you guys push the envelope for backflips and bigger jumps and everything like that, it's not just kind of crazy, hey, yeah, let's go for it. You guys have it actually down to a science. Yeah, I mean it's um it, it's really interesting how how everything works out. But with uh, with Moschino University, you know we're able to train you know somebody who has a, a decent you know background in either motorsports or um, whatever it may be. You know if you have a huge interest in it, there's a, a chance that you know we could get you tested and you know see where your basic skills are, and then you know obviously train you up to to be competitive at some point. And, you know uh, Justin Sipes um, came to us a couple years ago. Um, you know, uh, and, and he's been a great competitor for us. You know, we were able to take his motocross skills and turn them into, you know, monster jam skills, uh, after the fact. And, you know, having that hand eye coordination and having the motor skills and listening to the motor and understanding how things work and mechanics and stuff like that, it's, um, it, it really pays off. You know, we, it, it, it helps us when we're going to train people and, um, it's, uh, it, it really does pay off. But like you said, Travis's, uh, been through the system and, and Deegan's been through the system and um, you know by all means where we can take those motocross skills and, and turn them into a monster jam uh, legitimate driver cool all right hey we'll start wrapping this thing up getting it back to the Dallas or the Arlington event have you guys reached the capacity for ticket sales yet or has it already been kind of sold out because of the limited number of people allowed no uh, tickets tickets are still on sale you can check it out at monstergm.com um, you know, we, we're, we're right where we need to be, uh, as far as ticket sales are concerned, they're really going to start picking up over the next few weeks here. Um, so get them while you can, uh, I'd say that. So, um, it's, uh, it's really exciting to see, you know, the interest be right where it was, um, you know, when we left off, you know, there's, there's always going to be, you know, some questions and we see people clicking on the links and, and trying to figure out what the protocols are as far as safety. And all I can say is, you know, if, if you're, you know, curious about going to Moss Jam in Arlington or curious about going to any of our events, go to our website, go to mossgm.com, check out the frequently asked questions and, and check out, you know, the safety protocols that we're putting in place. Um, also go to AT&T Stadium. They have everything kind of written out there on how they're going to keep you safe and how we're going to keep you safe. And um, by all means, we're, we're going to be able to do this thing and we're going to put on a live event come uh, October 24th. Perfect. Hey, Jamie, thanks a lot for getting on the phone today and discussing this. Best of luck to you guys with this event. Really hope that everything goes well. I have no reason to think that it won't, and I uh, hope to see you guys again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, look forward to uh, to getting this thing rolling and, and really setting a standard and um, and really being out there for the rest of the industry. So we're excited. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.